welcome to episode 20 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips and life experience to help like-minded, ambitious young women set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So in today's episode, I want to chat about self-sabotage. So the reason for this is I've been doing it a lot myself lately and I think that I've kind of realized it and called myself out on it. And I want to do the share this with you so that if you're doing the same, you can see where you're self-sabotaging in your life. And maybe my examples will help prompt you to realize that you're self-sabotaging and you might not realize, or maybe you already know that you are self-sabotaging in one area or another and you want to hear someone to make it more relatable, like hear me talk about it and talk about what we can do to kind of overcome it. But this is going to be more about, I think, acknowledging the self-sabotage in the first place because I think that's the most important thing. If you can acknowledge it, then you're in a great position to do something about it. But if you don't know you're doing it, then you can't change your actions or behavior. So that's what we're going to chat about today. Also kind of crazy that we're up to episode 20 already. So thank you so much for listening. If you've been a listener from the start or if you've just tuned in, um, super exciting that we're up to 20 episodes. So yeah just wanted to say thank you for still tuning in and listening it's great to see the podcast is kind of growing a bit and that's why this episode has also come about because the podcast is starting to get a little bit more consistent I think with listeners I can see how many listens each episode gets and I realized that I was self-sabotaging with the podcast so I may as well just get straight into it because this is what's prompted me to do this episode today so I realized with this podcast I started it during isolation as a challenge to myself, something to focus my energy into, something that put me way outside my comfort zone, something I was passionate about, something a bit different. There's lots of reasons to do it, but it was always supposed to be something that challenged me. It wasn't, it was supposed to be fun, but I never thought it was going to be easy because I didn't really believe that I was someone who could be a podcaster or someone that had something to say that people wanted to listen to. So it was designed to challenge my self-limiting beliefs. And 20 episodes in, and I'm still struggling with this. So it's definitely worked in terms of the personal development tool that I wanted it to be, like having a podcast. Um, It just shows that I still have a lot of work to do, which has created a lot of cognitive dissonance, I guess, in the sense. So holding two beliefs that, clash is what the cognitive dissonance means and I think that's what I've experienced with this podcast is I have a belief that I'm a podcaster in one sense because I do have a podcast therefore I am a podcaster but then another part of me does not believe that I'm a podcaster because in my head a podcaster should be someone who has a certain audience reaches a certain amount of people um people want to hear what you have to say and I've just had this real struggle about putting myself out there and promoting the podcast and persisting when I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere with it and it's definitely been challenging at times and I've self-sabotaged because of that because I felt that it has been challenging to not see maybe the results that I expected this comes into having a perfectionist mindset and wanting it to be all or nothing so giving it a hundred percent and then when I'm not seeing results wanting to pull back and just quit so go back into the nothing phase of doing nothing (laughs) rather than facing the challenges that present by putting myself out there consistently putting in persistent effort and then still not seeing a result and maybe potentially failing like there is a chance that I could do this 100% and fail but it depends what I make failure mean because I'm still getting listened to these episodes so it depends how I define failure if it's that I don't eventually make money if I eventually get no listeners like there's so many different ways you could define what failure is so that's quite a I guess subjective judgment that I have to make and in some ways I think I have in my head being like oh you've failed versus what I it hadn't met my own expectations so anyways I want to talk about what I've done to self-sabotage rather than me just talking about (laughs) how I've felt about this podcast and I hope that me even though this is a podcast where I'm supposed to be 
sharing advice and helping you guys. I hope that by me admitting that I've struggled even with this podcast, for example, that it makes it a bit more relatable rather than me being like, oh, I've got my shit figured out because no, I definitely don't. (laughs) I'm just the same as anyone else. And I think that's where it's been really hard because I've kind of had this expectation of, oh, if you've got a podcast, you have to have had more things figured out. That's why people are listening to you because you've got something to offer them that they don't know themselves. So I'm like, well, I don't feel qualified to be that person all the time. Like in my first few episodes, I was like, yes, I've got a few really good topics that I can discuss confidently. And then every week since I'm like, I don't know if I'm qualified to share any more advice. Like each week I'm really pushing against this wall or feeling like I am not qualified to share any more advice. But I'm like, no, it can just be personal experiences. But it's been really hard to convince myself that I've still got something important to say and I think that comes down to some really deep-rooted beliefs about not having things of value to say and contribute and things that people are interested in hearing so that's my own self-limiting beliefs bit of reflection there for you guys anyways (laughs) self-sabotage going about in circles here but I think the way, so I'm going to start with the example of this podcast and then I've got some other examples of where I know I self-sabotage in my life. So if you're listening, well, you obviously are, but while you're listening to this, think of examples that this relates to for yourself. Um, You probably don't have a podcast if you're listening to this, it's unlikely, but you might have another project that you're working on. You might be having anything that you've got a goal that you're working towards, I think is going to be something that you might be self-sabotaging at. So if you've got a health and fitness goal, a creative goal, a business goal, a work goal, anything that you're wanting to work towards and you're not there yet, there is a chance you could be self-sabotaging if you don't feel like you're making progress towards that goal. So think of your goal while I chat about mine, I guess. So for my podcast, there was a lot of things that I realized that I've been doing that are self-sabotaging. I've realized it doesn't mean I could necessarily pull myself out of it at the time and I'm still working on it but I think I've had a bit of a turning point in the last few days maybe I don't know anyway (laughs) I'll just get into it I feel like I keep going in circles but with the podcast I realized I was self-sabotaging because the first thing was I was being inconsistent with my releases so I thought in my head to have a successful podcast, I would need to have a regular, weekly, consistent release happening because that's what all of the podcasts that I listen to have. They are consistent and regular and reliable with their content. And I don't think you're going to build up an audience if you aren't regularly producing content. So if I release three episodes one week and then nothing for a month, I'm not going to get a regular listener base happening. So for me being successful at this podcast would mean having a weekly episode being released and I set Fridays as my day for that and throughout the past more recent few months there's been a few weeks where I've slipped and I've missed an episode done it on a sad day and released on a sad day or maybe released it a bit later and that was me self-sabotaging there was other things going on but I was letting that happen Because if I kind of slipped off, then I could use that as an excuse for, okay, well, I'm not getting more listeners, the podcast isn't doing well, and I haven't been posting episodes, so of course it's not doing well. So it's like letting it fail by taking actions that are going to make it fail, even though it hadn't failed. So it was like a self-fulfilling prophecy of, I didn't think it was going to be successful, so I gave up in advance, assuming that's where it was going, because I wasn't seeing the growth that I'd expected to see. So I began being inconsistent with the episodes being released, been a little bit better lately. I was doing my recordings at the last minute pretty much for this whole time and I've spoken about procrastination and this is sometimes where I feel like I don't want to be a hypocrite because I'm sharing these episodes with these tips and I've applied it to some areas of my life but in some areas I've regressed and I need to keep on working on doing those things myself and yeah I've been procrastinating the hell out of this podcast But I guess that's the reality of I've got that perfectionist mindset and that's what this podcast is about. If you relate to anything that I share, you might have the perfectionist mindset as well, hence why the podcast is called Set Your Mind To It, trying to do all things mindset and working on that. But 
part of that perfectionist mindset is procrastinating and I've been doing that with recording because the belief there is that if I leave it till the last minute and it's not very good if it doesn't get many listens then it's because I left it till the last minute it wasn't my best effort I didn't have time to plan and think it out and re-record it and edit it I had to smash it together in the night before and get it out there so then if it's not as good as I could have had it I get to still have that hope or that potential that I could have been better if I had have had more time I get to use it as an excuse for it's a cop-out to say well this isn't my best I didn't apply my best because I didn't have time that's what procrastination is all about it's one thing to know that another thing to actually prioritize it and not leave things to the last minute because it's still a lot more comfortable to not know your potential to protect your potential so that's procrastination if you haven't already and you want to go learn more about procrastination which I would highly highly recommend because I think so many of us do it you should go back and listen to episode two 10 tips to stop procrastinating because I think that'll be super helpful because I delve into as the title says 10 tips to stop procrastinating but yeah that's enough on procrastinating I also with my podcast I've got my Instagram so if you want to go check it out a little plug here a bit cheeky um I'm on Instagram at set your mind to it followed by an underscore and I kind of assumed that Instagram was going to keep on increasing so when I first started my Instagram for the podcast I was getting a couple of new fellows each day and I'm like oh this will be so easy like I hadn't promoted it at all I was getting these followers I was like oh all I have to do is have some hashtags and it was increasing and then I shared it on my own personal social media and got another big influx of some friends that followed and then nothing like it plateaued and it's still plateaued and I found that really demotivating because I didn't know I don't have other people to compare what I should be doing i have a lot of I don't know beliefs which isn't helpful but me recognizing that can hopefully help you recognize that saying I don't know isn't helpful but this has been part of the problems that I've encountered and why it's been self-sabotaging so I was thinking I don't know how to grow my Instagram it's kind of plateaued I don't know how to share the podcast and so because I was feeling like it wasn't going anywhere it wasn't promoting the podcast I didn't feel like it was helping with the growth of the podcast which is what I want to achieve to get more listeners so that I can help more people at the end of the day hopefully um so I just stopped posting I went <laughs> all or nothing mindset I set myself a consistency challenge to post every day for a couple of weeks or a month because I was kind of fluctuating with my consistency so I went all in did that pretty much every day and then I went pretty much to nothing so posting maybe once every week or two more like two and it's that whole all or nothing like really I should just be consistent and post more regularly and that would be more helpful and I would get more followers but instead I was like oh well post it every day no influx in followers so I just won't post at all because it's not helping grow my podcast but I don't know that and I was listening to this amazing chat um by Sam Laura Brown she was interviewing someone and it was just it was so eerie so her podcast I'll see what it's called now because you guys might want to go have a listen to it sorry got it here so podcast episode Sam Laura Brown the perfectionism project episode 217 and it's called what to do when your Instagram strategy just isn't working which was super helpful for me because I was like I don't know and the person actually funnily enough was a physiotherapist who was trying to start a self-coaching business not self-coaching yeah self-coaching a coaching business and the reason that's so ironic if you don't know me personally I haven't listened to the other episodes is I'm a fourth year physio student about to graduate who's also interested in the self-help world and there was this physiotherapist that's trying to sell herself as well I was like oh there you go super relatable so I listened to that episode and she was doing the same thing, expecting that she was going from lots of posts to nothing. And they had this chat and Sam, the coach, was like to her, well, if you knew that it was working, would that change what you're doing? If you knew your clients, because she had this goal to get like five clients, if you knew those clients were already following you, 
would that change what you're doing if you knew for sure that they were going to sign up in November would that change your actions and she's like well yeah I would start posting and I'd start posting strategies to overcome their objections to signing up was the whole thing she was going on about but it's basically changing that belief if she knew that she had those listeners there or those potential clients there it would change how she was showing up and I was like holy shit I need to do that I need to start showing up in the way that oh the people that are following me on Instagram maybe they are the ones that are listening to my podcast and they probably are but in my head I was like oh I don't have that many followers on Instagram so they're not the ones that are listening and I just had this whole belief in my head that well it's not helping there's no point posting on there but those people have followed me on there for a reason I guess so there's this just whole story in my head and you might have your own story about why something isn't working for you that's stopping you from taking action so if you change that story to something more empowering that maybe for me it's those people are wanting to hear what I have to say and they are listening to the podcast episodes because at the moment I was assuming all the people that follow me on there did it because they're my friends but they don't (laughs) sound silly even saying it out loud which there you go it's such a story in your head but they don't want to hear what I have to say because they were just following me to be nice they don't actually care about the episodes or the advice that I want to share because I actually found when I started the podcast or the Instagram sorry I shared in the first few days I loved it I was like I could say whatever I wanted and it was just a few randoms that were following and liking my posts and I was like this is great and then as soon as I got all of these people that knew me following me I was like oh uh-oh. like I just froze and that's kind of been the case ever since is that I've been a lot more hesitant to post what I genuinely think and feel because it's the fear of judgment and again that's another part of perfectionism but like I said these are all things I've been struggling with and I want to share it with you because you've probably got the perfectionist mindset as well and you're probably struggling in the same ways so that fear of judgment can be debilitating and can stop you in your tracks and it did for me and I think that was part of the self-sabotage just stop posting because they are just following you to be nice so that's not going to help grow your podcast but not posting is also not going to help grow my podcast so it was overcoming these beliefs and it's still something I'm going to be working on it's just the fact that I've recognized all of these things going together so inconsistently releasing my episodes last minute recordings of the episodes not posting on Instagram for the past few weeks basically and also I haven't been sharing on other platforms in terms of my personal Facebook or social media or anything I'm really self-sabotaging myself like I'm not putting myself out there I'm not showing up consistently how can I expect to succeed I'm also when I first started this I assumed that I'd do batch recording so record a couple of episodes one day and have them all stocked up ready to go I haven't been doing that at all this whole time I've not done it once and I thought I would from the very start so it's all of these things that are self-sabotaging before the podcast can even have a chance to grow and get successful whatever that might mean to me I think it means a certain amount of listeners I guess like I think in my head I expect to have you know a couple of hundred listens per episode and unfortunately (laughs) behind the scenes that's not the case but I was giving up before I was giving it a chance to do that it's like the other thing I took from this episode that Sam Laura Brown shared with her coaching client was to giving yourself a longer timeline so rather than looking at things in the space of a few weeks or a few months and if you don't see results and you give up if you knew that you were going to achieve your goal in a year or two years or three years looking at it from a really zoomed out perspective does that change how you show up like if I knew in a year that I would have hundreds of listeners like say in one year from now if I knew I was going to have a hundred listeners or more then I would be consistently showing up because I know that they're going to keep growing and and I've got to show up because if I stop then you can't get to that point but instead I'm looking at it from this really narrow focus of a couple of months total like I think I started in June maybe maybe May I think June for the podcast so a couple of months anyway and looking at it oh well I haven't got as many listens as I expected it hasn't grown as easily like when I started this I was like oh 
wouldn't it be great to get in the charts on iTunes and then it'll just naturally explode? And I just had all of these beliefs that it would just naturally and magically happen. And when it didn't, I was like, oh, well, may as well give up. It doesn't matter if I post consistently. But if someone told me, well, in like a year and a half, Michaela, in a year, you'll have hundreds of listeners, I would show up because I would know that I had to to get there and that, that I'd have to have episodes to get hundreds of listeners. Like it would just be easier to show up if I had that belief that it was going to be successful which is what you've got to do if you want to (laughs) do the same thing so it's about changing that belief to it's failed to it will succeed because we don't know it has failed or it has succeeded yet we get to choose and this is the thing we kind of take it as evidence that it's failed for me I'm like oh well haven't got the amount of listeners I would like and to those that are listening though like I feel like I'm saying this like oh I haven't got any listeners you're obviously listening to this episode so thank you so much if you are one of the people that does listen like it's amazing thank you for tuning in I love it keep listening I appreciate it so much so (laughs) don't take that the wrong way if you're one of the people that are listening it's just those expectations and beliefs that I had about where I would be by now and making it mean that it's not worth continuing because of how many listens I've got but that's not the case because I can say oh well it's not going to be successful I've failed or I can say I'm going to be successful I've got no evidence one way or another I'm just assuming that because of my current situation that's evidence for what will happen in the future but it's not like that there's no reason that it's going to be a linear progression I could have one episode that for some reason went viral like you don't know what's going to happen in the future so you can't assume that you failed or succeeded based off where you are now because there's so much that could happen So zoom out, take a broader look at things and see, okay, in a year, you're guaranteed to succeed. What would that change in how you're showing up? Does that change your actions, your behaviors and therefore your results, which you would then lead to getting better results if you're showing up differently in a more positive way because you think you're going to succeed. So that might have been a really long winded way about that. But that was what I took away from that episode of show up consistently and don't self-sabotage don't be a self-fulfilling prophecy of you're going to fail when you don't know that you are you could just as easily believe not that it is easy but you could just believe that you're going to succeed rather than believing that you will fail because I think if you've got that perfectionist mindset it's easy to fall into that trap of thinking you've failed before you've actually failed (laughs) and therefore you take all the actions to ensure that you do fail by giving up Because if you assume you're going to fail, you're like, well, I'm not going to keep on putting in the effort because we believe if you've got a perfectionist mindset, we have the tendency to believe in wasted effort and we don't want to waste effort. So we give up. But if like for this podcast, if I continue to show up week in, week out, promote myself on podcasts, on podcasts, oh my God, on Instagram and on my own personal social media and put myself out there, I probably have a pretty different result. But even if I did all of that, and then it failed well at least it's actually failed on its own merit because I've put in all the effort and then I know for sure all right it didn't work out I'll try something different maybe podcasting isn't where it's at for me but I actually tried and it actually failed not rather than I gave up gave up and it failed because I didn't see it through so that's the difference between the fixed mindset and the growth mindset of perfectionism is the fixed mindset growth mindset is putting in all the effort and it being okay if it fails because you learn from it and that's where I'm really struggling because I've talked about it in other episodes but it's really hard to put it into practice so the other thing that I noticed I was doing to self-sabotage with my podcast because I had so many negative beliefs and so much limiting self-talk about what I thought about myself being a podcaster one thing I've done really really sneakily and I've only kind of just realized that holy shit that's the worst self-sabotage you could do to yourself Michaela that I've been doing is for years right like this is why I started I was super into listening to personal development podcasts like one every single day on my walk I walked for 60 minutes pretty much every day um, with my dog and when I started this podcast I started it because I felt like I'd learnt so, so much because I'd consumed so many damn podcasts, like hundreds, 
from only a couple of people but I'd really consolidated all that information because I was learning from the same teachers like Brooke Castillo, Sam Laura Brown and I've got some other podcasts but I brought some books and I'd kind of really honed in on that niche area of personal development that they were talking about all the mindset stuff that I related to and that was why I felt like I had a reason to start the podcast because I was like I've learned so so much I've got so much to share from all these like not that it's been tons of years but a few years of like listening to podcasts I'd learned a lot of personal development stuff I was like I could share this from my own personal perspective that would be helpful like I may as well like what use is having all this knowledge in my own brain I may as well put it out there what have I got to lose so when I started I had this belief I had lots to share because I'd learnt lots and crazily I don't know why but well I do know I know exactly why I lie I self-sabotaged myself so badly I stopped listening to bloody personal development podcasts like almost completely I still listen to podcasts, but I'm pretty into finance and all that kind of stuff as well. So I started listening. Well, I'd done that for a while. Normally I'd have my two personal development podcasts, which is the Life Coach School podcast and the Perfectionism Project as my main two mindset podcasts. And then I also listened to My Millennial Money for a bit of finance. And I did that for the past few years, money and those two. And then mix it up with some random ones and try out different episodes like you've got Oprah and that. And then I started listening to Life Uncut, which is Brittany and Laura from The Bachelor series. Um, That's been more recent. And so since I started this podcast, I basically binge listened to Life Uncut, which is not personal development. They share relationship stuff and lots of funny episodes, but not so educational and not so much on the mindset side of things. Definitely listened to a lot about money. Got really into fitness and nutrition. So if you're wanting to, check out the Danny Kennedy Fitness and Lifestyle podcast. His has been really good to listen to. But again, it's not mindset. So I was listening to that. And what else did I listen to? I think I just stopped listening to podcasts. So when I was working out I no not when I was working out I went from walking to running and on my runs I stopped listening to podcasts and that was only for maybe a month or so but that's what 30 hours of podcasts that I didn't listen to and I was listening to music instead which there's nothing wrong with but it meant that I wasn't listening to my mindset podcast on my walks wasn't making time to listen to them at any other point. I wasn't reading all the books that I'd brought during ISO for my personal development. And I just wasn't furthering my knowledge. Which meant that I didn't feel like I had anything extra to share on the podcast. Because I was like, huh, not learning anything new. I was learning stuff in other areas. But not applicable to the podcast. Which was created for mindset stuff that I'd learned. Like set your mind to it. Mindset. <laughs> And so I self-sabotaged so, so badly because for months and months, like since I've started this podcast, I didn't even realize I was doing it. I just changed what I was consuming because basically what I realize now is that gave me a reason to say, oh, well, I don't have anything new to share. I don't have anything to record. So I won't record a podcast. I won't post a podcast and therefore that's the reason that the podcast wasn't successful because I didn't have any more things to share rather than continuing to listen to my personal development that I'd consumed daily for like an hour each day for the past two years I would say I changed my habits once I started the podcast to talk about mindset so I then had to try and talk about mindset stuff when I wasn't consuming as much mindset like all personal development information I guess um compared to previously and wondering why I was struggling but it was like this cough out like oh you don't have anything more to share you haven't learned anything new so you don't need to post a podcast and that's the reason that it failed in air quotation marks it was like giving myself this reason to fail because I wasn't learning anymore so 
in saying that, I was still listening to some, but just not enough. And I just can't believe that I did it really sneakily. Like I really kind of faded out the mindset podcasts and replaced them with other stuff and just listening to more and more music, which nothing wrong with that. It just, I needed to make time somewhere to continue with my mindset work or do more reading or something like include it just in a different way. And I didn't. And I know now, like I can tell looking back, it was very clear way for me to self-sabotage myself, which was pretty cheeky of me to do that to myself. (laughs) So often you might not realize at the time that you self-sabotage. It might be when you look back, you're like, holy shit, that was definitely not going against, that was going against what I wanted. And this is probably what I should have started with, which I wrote down. So self-sabotage was defined on the internet so super reliable source as when we do something that gets in the way of our intent which might be our greater goals and dreams that we want to achieve so that's anything that falls under that category is self-sabotage so all of those things like me not listening to personal development that doesn't align with my goal of having a successful mindset podcast that helps others because I need to be learning things if I want to help others and not that it has to be successful in any crazy way but I've that was what I wanted when I started this is to add in my mind that I would reach a certain amount of people and have people tuning in and listening to sounds bad but to make it worth recording and I was doing all these things that weren't lining up with my goal of having that successful podcast and like it might be a bit crazy but in my mind I kind of thought that well I'll do this podcast that's my introduction into the self-help world and maybe one day down the track I'd do some coaching or something like that like I thought it might lead somewhere so I had these goals and these dreams and that's the whole thing there's dreams there you don't know how you're going to get there but that's okay like that's the best thing about goals is you don't have to know the how you just have to know the why and I knew that I love personal development and helping people And I thought this would be a great way, like the podcast would be a great way to start that. In addition to, I'll be graduating as a physiotherapist, so that'll be another way to do that. And I also get to do it through personal training. So I've got all these different avenues, but I thought, oh, well, this is a bit more mindset related. That could lead somewhere. Maybe the coaching and all that kind of thing might supplement what I do nine to five. I wasn't sure, but it was kind of a little dream in the back of my mind. And Rather than continuing to persistently work towards that to see where I could get it, I self-sabotage by, like I said, doing all of those things with being inconsistent, not showing up and not continuing to learn, which was just ridiculous. So that's how I kind of noticed the self-sabotage and what prompted the episode this week. And I jotted down a few points as well and then I might do another little example, but I think self-sabotage is quitting before you see your results and the reason we do it is to avoid failure by not trying and it's a lack of consistency so these are just all things that I've jotted down and I think the reason for all of it is because of the self-limiting beliefs about what we can achieve so I think in my head the reason and this whole episode has just been one big example about the podcast so Sorry if you can't relate because you don't have a podcast, but hopefully you can find something else that you relate to a little bit more. But for me, it's just the biggest personal development tool I could have given myself. Like, it's what I wanted, but it's, yeah, kind of crazy. But anyways, so I think for me with the podcast, I didn't actually believe that I could be a successful podcaster. Like, I'm just me. I don't, when I think of a podcaster, I think of someone who's like, got something amazing to say and is influential and just all around like got it figured out I guess and I didn't see myself as fitting that mold or being that person and I guess it's a lack of belief in myself which is hence why I'm doing the personal development work (laughs) but it's just that self-limiting belief that I wasn't going to be successful so I did all these things to ensure that I lived up to that belief that I wasn't going to be successful because our brain hates having this cognitive dissonance that I mentioned at the start which is when we have two thoughts that we hold in our brain that don't mesh well so I'm doing little two knuckles together at the moment so they don't mesh um 
And so me believing that I could be a successful podcaster but not actually believing it, saying that you're not a successful podcaster in my mind at the same time as saying you can be, they just weren't sitting well like these whole past few months and I don't think they are at the moment. And I've been trying in my mind, you can try these different thoughts on. So rather than saying I'm a successful podcaster, just trying on the belief of or the thought I'm a podcaster. Even that, like even though I know I post a podcast each week, I still have trouble relating to, and this sounds weird, I still have trouble believing that I am a podcaster. You'd be like, Michaela, you are, like you post episodes, but I still don't feel like one. And you might find that if you're someone who's just gotten into health and fitness, you might go to the gym, but you don't feel like someone who's a gym junkie because you don't feel like one. Even though you're going there and you're showing up four times or five times a week, you're still not a gym person or you're not a healthy person or a fit person. You might not identify as any of that. Even though you're doing all those things that someone that's fit or whatever it is that you're not identifying as, you still don't feel like it. That's maybe the closest analogy I can give you for this, but I don't feel like I fit what a podcaster is. So I've had this real cognitive dissonance in my mind of trying to mesh these two thoughts into one so that I can actually act in accordance. So I say it pretty much every episode, but your thoughts create your actions, which create your beliefs, which create your... Oh, that wasn't right. (laughs) Oh, long day apparently. Your thoughts create your feelings there it is thoughts create your feelings which create your actions which create your results we got there and at the moment my thoughts because I've got the two one of them isn't leading to the right results so because I'm believing that I'm not a podcast I'm not what fits the mold of a successful podcast and then I'm feeling unmotivated and embarrassed and ashamed to post anything so then my actions are not to promote myself not to produce content, to leave things to the last minute and to not talk about it and share it, which is then resulting in it not growing and not getting shared and heard by people. Whereas that's that—that's the thought that I'm actually acting on. So that's the thought that I'm believing, I guess, the most. Whereas other thought is, I'm a podcaster, I'm a successful podcaster even. The feeling from that would be motivated, inspired, really good, And then the action would be sharing my podcast, telling people about it, producing consistent episodes, doing batch episodes, sharing Instagram posts consistently and finding other ways to promote it and maybe paying to share it and advertise and doing all those extra things which would result in the podcast getting bigger and reaching a bigger audience and being shared around. So at the moment... I'm not getting those results because I'm not taking those actions because I'm not feeling those feelings of being inspired, which means that thought that I'm a successful podcaster isn't one that I'm believing. It's not, it's one that I can say, but I don't believe it. It's not actually a thought I'm acting on in any way, shape or form. So that's the model that Brooke Castillo teaches, those four things, thoughts through to results. That's how you can use it to work forwards and backwards to see which thoughts you're actually believing because Although I've got those two of I want to believe that I can be a successful podcaster, it's really clear through my results and the actions that I'm taking that I don't actually believe that because I'm taking action based on a completely different set of thoughts and beliefs. So I hope that if you haven't, you've tried, maybe after this episode, you'll try looking at those thoughts, feelings, actions, results because it really is such a helpful way to figure out what you're actually thinking because then you can try and what the idea of that is to find a neutral thought. So for me, that's I'm a podcaster rather than being successful, just I'm a podcaster. And even that I still struggle with. So it's trying to find something neutral so that then you can actually believe it and then take the actions from there. But anyways, so that was another little podcast example but I think the reason that we self-sabotage at the end of the day it's to protect ourselves to prevent pain and to deal with fear but it's got a really negative result because if we do all of that if we're too scared to pursue our potential we miss out on our dreams and opportunities and we don't achieve our goals because we don't put ourselves in a position to even try so 
I guess in summary, I've written down here a few little signs that you're self-sabotaging. Might be that you're procrastinating. That's a massive one. And again, go back and check out episode two if you haven't already about procrastination. Another sign is just the negative self-talk and the limiting self-beliefs that you have about yourself. Because if you have all that negative self-talk, there's a high, high chance that it'll result in self-sabotage in one area or another. And then the other sign of self-sabotage is the perfectionist mindset, which I've talked about tons throughout this episode. But if you want to learn a bit more about perfectionism, go and check out episode 11, which is called 10 Signs You Might Be a Perfectionist. Because I actually didn't know much about the perfectionist mindset before I got into personal development and listened to some podcasts. So you might not know much about it either. So go and check out episode 11. And then I guess what else have I got here? Some beliefs that you might have that are causing the self-sabotage, like for me, I think as well, is that you or I don't deserve it. It's Like you don't deserve to be successful. You don't deserve to have that or feel that good or have that life. And it's also a way to control your fate. So rather than we just as humans, I feel like I say this every episode, as humans, but just as a whole, we hate the unknown and uncertainty. Like it goes against, I think, our survival instincts of if we don't know what's coming, we have a less lesser chance of survival, I guess, like if it's going way back. So we like to know what's coming. We like to be able to control our fate and self-sabotage can be a way to do this. So even if it means we don't get to achieve our goals and dreams, it means we have certainty. So we can fulfill that. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy of, you know, you do those negative things, but at least you know what it's going to lead to. You know that you're going to stay where you are. You know that you'll stay in that stable job and you won't, get that promotion because you self-sabotage but you know where you'll be it's certain it's sure it's safe and that's what our brains like which is why we have to do the personal development work to go that one step further and overcome that really outdated brain of ours that we have in some ways and I think I just wanted to touch on maybe a few more examples as well because I know not everyone's going to relate to having a podcast (laughs) But like for me, another goal at the moment has been, it's a tricky one. It's not necessarily weight loss because I've done an episode on body image and I don't think it matters what weight you are. For me, this is more like a personal challenge, which sounds weird, but I just have this goal to get my body fat down and it's more about getting as lean as I can. And again, this sounds probably really contradictory to what I talked about in my body image episode. It's not because I don't like my body now and there's probably some more work to be done on my mindset around my body like I'm sure we all do so I'm not perfect there like I can tell you all those things in that episode about body image and rather than me just saying that if you want to go have a listen to it scroll back to episode 16 and have a little listen. This one yeah it's I might need to do some more work on my mindset I don't know but for me it was really I wanted to set myself a challenge I think To give you some context, I've felt really out of control with my eating and I think I always self-sabotage. I have this goal always to, you know, get leaner and then I never actually change my weight or my body shape or my anything. If anything, I tend to go up a bit in weight and then maybe get myself back down a little bit. But for once, it wasn't really that I was super unhappy with how I looked it was that I was out of control with my eating and then I knew that was reflecting in how my body was showing up and looking and feeling and I just wanted to be in control of my food because I knew that it was because I wasn't in control of my emotions that I wasn't in control of my food like I was stress eating basically is what it comes down to like that comfort eating emotional eating all of that and I was like I hated feeling out of control with my eating And so I wanted to challenge myself to be actually able to control my emotions enough or well enough that I could then control my food, which would consequently show up on the scales. So although it's a really weird roundabout way of doing it, it has meant that I've got a particular weight loss goal, but it's not to look a certain way. Like I, 
I'll talk you through it. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a friend. I'll talk you through it. I'll tell you everything. <laughs> From start to finish, you get the whole story. It's going to be a longer episode. So hopefully you're on an hour long walk or something when you're listening to this. Sorry. But for me, I'll go through it all, numbers and everything, because I'm the type of person who's like, oh, don't just give me the overall generics. Give me the details. Like if we're talking finances, give me the numbers. I didn't give you the numbers for the listeners because oh, still a bit of shame around that. But anyways, with this, aiming for 58 kilos as a goal. And the only reason I have that as a goal is because I haven't been 58 kilos since way back when, like during high school, midst of high school. And that's still a healthy body weight for me. You guys can't see me. I'm not a super tall person. So it's a healthy body weight. There's nothing extreme about that at all for me. It's just... I want to challenge myself because I haven't been there. So it means I'm going to have to do something that I haven't done before because I haven't been 58 kilos since I was younger and that was just like coming up through puberty, putting on weight eventually. So as an adult, I haven't actually been that weight, I guess. Not that I felt like a child back then. Anyways, I digress. Um, It's something that I haven't done before or been there before. So I'm going to have to do something different to get there. And this sounds really weird, but I want to try and get there, but I don't plan to stay there because for me, I don't think I'm, that's not where I naturally sit. And again, numbers sitting at about like 60 kilos at the moment, down from like 63 a month ago. So yeah, like I said, weight loss goals, I've lost a few kilos and I feel like maybe I shouldn't have shared all these numbers now because I'm going to then post this out to the world, but oh well. And I'm pretty close to it and I probably need to give myself more credit and this is where another point comes in. One of the solutions with self-sabotage, and I'll bring this all back around hopefully in a minute, one of the solutions is to recognize incremental improvements. So with my podcast that would be recognizing that actually my listeners are starting to creep up and up and my average listeners is going up and up and I'm not giving myself any credit for that at all. But you can recognize that and then you're less likely to self-sabotage because you're giving yourself credit for those small wins rather than just going for that one big win and dismissing everything else. Same with this weight loss goal. And I still feel like I need to kind of be like, oh, it's not weight loss, but anyways, whatever. (laughs) For me, I need to kind of recognize that, all right, I've been working on it for, I've got it all up here. This is week six for me at the moment. And since I started, I've lost about three kilos and I still kind of feel like I haven't really achieved anything because I haven't got to that goal of 58 yet. And it's only been six weeks and that's still like three kilos. Like that's, I would applaud any of my food coaching or personal training clients that lost half a kilo on average per week. Like that's perfect. That's exactly what you should strive for, half a kilo a week. But for some reason I'm still not feeling like I've done very well at this goal and this past week or two I've been starting to self-sabotage, I've been starting to overeat, starting to not track my food again because I've been doing it all with calorie counting so I'm not tracking my food, some binging and all of these other habits that I know is what's happened in the past are starting to creep back in and I can feel myself just wanting to go oh fuck it like and just give up on it because i I haven't got to the 58 kilo goal and in the past two weeks I've kind of fluctuated back up a little bit and this is the same thing and this is why I wanted to give you guys another example if it was anyone else I'd be like oh my god pull your head out of your ass like you've done amazing like in six weeks three kilos average kind of or maybe two kilos average depending on when you look at the start date but anyways pretty good average weight loss and it's going to fluctuate it's a roller coaster it's not a linear progression stick at it if you're consistent you'll get there don't give up just because you start to see it go back up and this is for anything like it's the same with the podcasting and same with any goal if you take a broader view if you zoom out if you knew you were guaranteed to get there and you know it's going to take for example like let's go with food and nutrition and weight loss three months and you're going to have some peaks and troughs like if you're listening to this and you're a female hormones periods water retention going out and drinking all of those things are going to play massive um factor or be a massive factor in the scales going up and down and not being a linear progression downwards 
But if I guaranteed you that at the end of the three months you'd get there, you wouldn't give up. You would continue to persistently or consistently show up and do so even if you don't see the results immediately. And that's one of the things that I think I want you to take away from this is zoom out, look at it from a longer point of time and try on the belief that you know it's going to work in the end. So for me with this nutrition it's not a weight loss goal. It's more about how lean I can get myself. And to give you some more context, because I really don't want you to think it's just about weight loss. In my head, I was kind of thinking that I wouldn't mind seeing if I could do like body comp training kind of stuff. Does that make sense? And I wanted to see if I had the discipline to do it. So it's not because I'm not happy with how I look at the moment. It's genuinely, I want the challenge I want to know if I can handle being in a calorie deficit because it's mentally tough. Like it's not easy. And so I want you to keep that in mind if you are trying to lose weight. Like it's not easy because you're going to have to be mentally tough. And that's why I want to do it as a challenge because apparently I love to challenge myself and it becomes a challenge just like this podcast was supposed to be a personal development challenge or tool. The calorie counting and putting myself in that deficit and doing it for an extended amount of time was really to challenge myself to see if I could manage my thoughts the self-control and the emotions and everything for long enough to get the result that's going to just be measured by a number on the scale but I'm not letting that determine myself worth I'm more using that as a measure of my mental discipline does that make sense it seems really strange because you don't hear people talk about weight loss is a way to measure a mental challenge or anything but for me that's what it is because I haven't been able to consistently stick at it in the past to get to this point like to get to 58 kilos I haven't ever done that before and so it's just a new challenge because why not like (laughs) weird example but Danny Kennedy on so he's got the lifestyle the fitness and lifestyle podcast Follow him on Instagram as well because he's got lots of amazing fitness and nutrition tips if you're interested. Today, I just jumped on Instagram before recording this episode. He ran a marathon for fun without any training today. Just for fun. Like, what? And he did it to see... Let me see. I've just opened it up and it's still the first post on my Instagram. No other reason than it being... A mental and physical challenge. So I feel like the same thing applies. He's done it for the physical and mental challenge. I'm doing the food for the exact same reason. And the reason I'm talking about all of this is not to brag about me losing a few kg because that's not the point. It's about the fact that in the last week or two is I've really started to self-sabotage. I've been keeping track of it all quite strictly. I've got little ticks. I've got everything on my wall. I look a little bit obsessive with it at the moment because I've got just sticky notes everywhere but I've got more I've been using ticks and crosses for if I've been able to stick to my number of calories and I've got more crosses there than ticks and for this week it's shit there you go it's Thursday and I haven't even written a tracking thing out for this week and I've done this for the past five weeks before this and had that written out like every Monday I wrote it out it's gone to Thursday and I haven't even written it down. So I'm self-sabotaging because I'm not even tracking it at the moment on the paper I've got on my phone. I've kind of given up for the last few days. I haven't been hitting that number. I've been going over. I've been expecting linear progress. I've not been rewarding myself for that incremental improvements and just that tendency to want to go and binge and not being in control of it. And I've just noticed that I'm starting to really struggle with it because I'm not seeing those immediate results. But it's just that whole, if I could actually just apply all the theory and advice that I know to the eating and the nutrition and everything, and it's the same as a podcast, I could have these amazing results. But I know if I kind of throw in the town now and binge and then get back into it after a few days off, like it would be so easy going out for dinner tomorrow night, have a few drinks, Saturday could find any reason to have (laughs) some more drinks and to go out for food if I wanted to or to eat like crap at home. I could grab a pack of Maltesers and that's probably what happens in the past is I'd 
stick to it, stick to it, stick to it, and then go buy bag of Maltesers, go buy some, like, just all these other things that then throughout the progress for the week and I can feel myself getting to that point where I'm just like oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter when I wanted to so badly six weeks ago challenge myself and so it's just that self-sabotage of changing the thoughts to now I'm thinking oh it doesn't matter when it did because let's come back to it self-sabotage is when we do something that gets in the way of our intent which is our goals and our dreams and me throwing in the town now on my nutrition like I'm giving myself a pep talk this could be really handy actually we're getting me back into it because now I've told you guys I've committed to it (laughs) I'll check back in in two weeks time and see where we're at (laughs) um but me giving in now and not sticking to it for another two weeks and seeing where I could get to with it would not be in line with my goal or my dream of seeing how much I could challenge myself or that goal of getting as lean as I can so yeah that's what I want to bring it back to is that self-sabotage is anything that we do that gets in the way of our goals and dreams so it's not aligned with our higher values it's doing things in the moment that gives ourselves that comfort that feel-good rush but doesn't serve in the long term so for example if you're like me you struggle with your overeating um or I was gonna say if you like me and you love your chocolate and you struggle with overeating then having that bit of chocolate feels great in the moment get through to that stress you can kind of relax and be like "Mm, delicious doesn't align with your long-term goals therefore it's self-sabotage so overeating I've done an episode on that just giving all my episodes a little shout out so if you scroll back to episode 19 it's literally the episode before this one I've discussed overeating but overeating is a massive form of self-sabotage as well and getting towards the hour mark but I do want to just quickly touch on some other examples that you might relate to is the fact that you could be self-sabotaging with your money your financial goals you might have a goal to be saving but then you binge spend or whatever it might be you might go online and do all this online shopping um, it might be your work you might have this goal of being promoted but then you get home and don't do any extra work or any extra pro- professional development might have a goal to improve your mindset but then you're not doing the professional development work you might have a goal about self-care or the one that I think a lot of people might relate to so you might have a goal about relationships and having a really great relationship and I know for myself the example I can think of this is like dating you know a lot of people want a partner right like I'm single at the moment everyone kind of thinks it'd be nice to have someone that's there for them I kind of think that but then I can see this cognitive dissonance, I guess, a little bit again, or just a difference between my actions and what I actually say I want. Like, it'd be nice to have someone, but then I'm only dating those people that want something casual. So it's all of these things that you might say you want one thing, but you're doing all these actions that aren't aligned with the goal that you want at the end of the day. So if you want a long-term committed relationship, don't be fucking dating the people that want something casual. It's all those little things that are going to self-sabotage your ultimate goal. So relationship, money, professional development, eating, fitness, whatever it might be. Like there's so many examples. I just wanted to throw them all out there and hopefully you might relate to something and then you can apply the advice from this podcast because it's been a bloody long one. But I think hopefully a good one. (laughs) I don't know. Let me know if you've enjoyed this episode. Please, please. It would be awesome if you jump on your social media like I've kind of chatted about, it's been a bit of a struggle myself lately, believing in myself and the podcast. So it would mean honestly so much if you could jump on Instagram, give me a follow at set your mind to it, followed by an underscore. And even if you share this episode on your social media, so on Spotify or on the podcast, you can share it on Spotify super easily or take a screenshot of your Apple um, podcast while you're listening to it and share it to your Instagrams and tag me on Instagram so that other people can have a listen as well because it would mean so much to get this out there and help some people and hopefully they can relate to it as well. If you know anyone that might feel like you think they have a perfectionist mindset, send it to them, send it to them individually and let's get the word out, let's spread the podcast. (laughs) So give us a follow on Instagram, share it around and if you haven't already lots of things to do but if you could subscribe and give the podcast a five-star review if you've enjoyed it that would be awesome 
So thank you guys so much for listening. It's been a long episode, but I hope you've found something that's helpful. And I'll chat to you guys all next week. Bye. Thank you.